talking about, guys? This is the uh no. What's the podcast called? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> The long overdue podcast, podcast. <laughs> episode four, I think. Um, I'm your host, Cami. I'm here with. I'm Ross, and I'm Lewis. And this episode's about food. Um, do either of you guys have any interesting food stories to start us off? Well, actually, something funny that happened to me last year. Um, there's a popular thing that people do in January where they try and uh, do what's called veganuary, become a vegan from it. So I thought I would give that a go, um, start of 2023. And it started off great. First of January was amazing, no meat. Second of January was great, no meat. And then 3rd of January, my first day back at work, this is where it all uh, went downhill. I don't have a great memory to start off with, but um, I just so happened to fall back into the work routine. And part of my work routine at the time was just having a tuna toasty for lunch. And without thinking, three days into Veganuary, I just pops open the toasty maker, makes myself some, some tuna. And I devoured a tuna toasty on the third day of Veganuary. Um, and it wasn't until uh, someone asked, what did you guys have for lunch? And I was like, I had a tuna toasty, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I had already told them at this time, like maybe four hours ago in the morning call, oh yeah, I'm going to do veganry. And I'm like, I'm already doing so well. So they were obviously like, wait, aren't you doing veganry? I just like sat there, looked at my empty plate, with little bits of tuna on it. I was like, oh, oh damn, God. it's over already. So yeah, I wasn't very good at that. But um, I think that's my funniest food story, I think. Well, that's like a uh, pescatarian though, isn't it? Where you eat fish. Yeah. So you yeah, didn't right. fully break it. Exactly. I could have actually continued being pescatarian, but no, I didn't. Um, Pescatanuary. Maybe it's the new thing. You should have done it. You should have done it. Fish. I don't like fish. I like fish. Fish is nice. I do like fish. I Tuna is such a big part of my diet. Okay, I like tuna. So you and do I, like fish? I think fish no <laughs> yeah you do like fish <laughs> no i like tuna and oh no it's tuna do you like uh do you like fish and chips like the battered fish do you like that no i mean i'll eat it but i think it's i think it's incredibly overrated it's not my chipper order that's not what i would get from the chipper what would you like get fish and chips is uh <sighs> i'd go for um hmm. You had a. I'd go for yeah from our last chipper when we had a sea salt and sole. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. We'll be listening. I had a <laughs> chicken fillets and a jumbo sausage and chips, which I'll tell you, like I struggled to eat all that. But see, see as the years go, uh, have gone on, I've my appetite is just increased. I used to be such a small eater, like I used to not manage anything. Whenever we got Domino's, I could make like three slices and then i was finished mm. now i genuinely i think i could get a whole pizza to myself i had a domino's last night and i managed to eat so far to have three slices left of a medium and i felt like i wasn't completely full but i felt like a nice fool and it was nice to like leave those three <clears throat> slices for once today it is nice to leave leftovers because oh man leftover domino's pizza is oh oh yeah 
And you know what? Um, ever since getting the air fryer, that's one of the best things you can put in the air fryer. Leftover pizza. To all the viewers listening, if you've not ever tried putting leftover pizza in the air fryer, then forget the soggy days of the microwave. This is the way forward. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fight you on this. I'm a. Uh... Oh. I'm not sold on this fucking air fryer revolution that the whole fucking country's going through. It seems like recently everyone's all like, oh, air fryers, I want an air fryer in my house. Yeah. Why Why? Why are you so against it? What's, why, I, is it, is it I, just because it's so popular? And you just feel like you don't want to be, be a number? A I don't, no, I, no. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want it to be that. Um, I don't know. I just look at these air fryers and I'm like, what What was wrong with the microwave? What was well, wrong the with microwave the is exactly what I just said. Um, there's certain foods and you put them in the microwave. They just go soggy and soft and not as delicious as they would be in the air fryer. Or, But an air, an air fryer is just a little oven. Yeah, it's exactly. fast. But it's fast. Okay. Yeah. Is it any faster? Much it faster. Is. You don't have to so wait 15 minutes for it to reach temperature. You've not temperature. used one. I don't use one. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't use one. So why are you so against them? My mother and father cook my food for me. <laughs> Goddamn. No, like, um... What the fucking shite that comes out of the fucking air fryer is, like, like, not as good as from the oven. Nah, I disagree. They're probably just not adjusted to cooking it in the air fryer. It's still just, learning uh, the ropes. Uh, mommy, daddy, I'm very, uh, I'm very grateful for you making my, uh... <laughs> This is no, uh, this is no criticism to the air fryer. Please continue. It's criticism to them, is it? It's no. all the air fryer's fault. It's their fault, is it? No, no. <laughs> oh, I see. Fine, it could be fine. It's just, I don't know. I'm just not sold. And um, you know what I am sold on? A slow cooker. Mm. Mm. Slow that cooker also great. Good curry. Yeah, good curry. Good uh, bolognese as well. Bolognese is good too. Bolognese is good you too. Remember... Let's, have a, let's have a quick, uh, quick question: Spaghetti or like pen pasta in your bolognese? Oh, it's got to be spaghetti. Spaghetti. How... However, I do, I do sometimes just whip up some penne or fusilli pasta. Just, well, you know, if we don't have spaghetti in the house, <laughs> but it's not as good. Do you not um... you know, think it's annoying the spaghetti? No. What do you mean? What just being I, so long? Yeah, like even if I have spaghetti, I cut it up. That's. An I enjoy swirling it on my spoon on my uh, fork. Yeah, oh. me too. I'd rather fucking catch my eyelid on a nail. Oh, is it that much effort to swirl up it's, your spaghetti? It's so incredibly annoying. It falls off my fork every time. Just I don't think you're doing it right. Skill issue. Yeah, it is a skill issue. <laughs> skill issue. It's just annoying. I don't like it. And people swirl it on a spoon sometimes. That's what Jake does. Shout out Jake. I think that's, that's what just, dad does as well, isn't it? That's what dad does as well. I just I just fork in to the bottom of the bowl, swirl, knife on to balance the spaghetti so it doesn't flop like you're getting. And I just into the mouth. Mm, I don't know. Pasta is just so much easier. Stab, stab, stab. Yum. Mm. Is it done? I wouldn't argue if someone gave me pen pasta in spaghetti. I'd be happy, but... Mm -hmm. This is a different meal, though. It is a very different meal. Do you have favourite meals? Any favourite meals in the house? 
Oh, uh, can you pick one? Tuna pasta. Oh, that was quick. It was very quick. Yeah, I I will live in by history tuna of pasta. Mealage, and you chose tuna pasta. Yeah, just tuna pasta. Yeah, it's so well. Uh, maybe put some sweet corn in there to add a little bit of sweetness. But I never do. But you know, if there's sweet corn in there, I appreciate. Wow. It. Um, but the reason I don't is because tuna and pasta is so simple. It's just three components at the the base of it: tuna, mayonnaise, and pasta. Pasta is super easy to make. Mix tuna with mayonnaise, super easy to make, and then combine. And there you go. You have a meal. You can bulk make that super easy to have just lunches done, and it takes like t- ten minutes. I'm gonna say one thing. Okay, and if you right. can take five seconds of pure Ross Mitchell thinking time with no one saying anything to you and you can still say that tuna and pasta is like, yeah, your favorite meal of all time, then I'll take it and I'll be like, yeah, fair enough, okay. Really think, okay, you could go anywhere in the world to any restaurant that offers any single meal that you could possibly have, okay? This could be the most high-end restaurant in fucking New York, Paris, Milan, wherever. Okay, and you get your dinner for free. You can have anything you want. Like money does not matter. You could have the most expensive steak. Okay, delicious juices running off the most succulent burger you've ever laid your la- eyes on. Okay, take five seconds right now. <laughs> you fucking tell me that tuna and pasta is the best meal <laughs> you've ever had in your life. Okay, five seconds. No, just that's right. not the just. Just shh, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Okay, five <laughs> seconds, and if you can say yes, then we'll move on, and that's it. First of all, <laughs> that's not the same question as what you asked earlier. What did I ask earlier? I'm pretty sure the question was, "What's your like? What's the meal that you would have like for the Tell rest me. of your life?" Wait, did was I not? Am I just mishearing? No, it was favorite. Favorite yeah. meal ever. Favorite. Okay, favorite meal. But even still, even then, favorite meal is it's it's not like something that I've not had. Like you're giving me all these options that I could have from a restaurant. Mm. It's not going to be my favorite meal, you know. Favorite meal at the moment is tuna. What's the most fancy, uh, like meal you've ever had out with your house? Like, where have you been? What comes to mind? Uh, we went to a really nice restaurant in London called Mis- no, Massimo. I think it was. What'd called. you get? Uh, I had a pasta meal. I think it was like spicy bolognese or something like okay. that. Okay. And it was really, really nice. The whole experience there was really good, actually. <laughs> Except we almost missed it. Oh damn! Tell us that story. Let's oh. go. We um, <laughs> um, oh, me and Megan are prone to some afternoon naps. Oh, and uh, when we were in the hotel, um, it was a good idea to just have a nap before we go out for dinner. And then I don't know if we didn't set an alarm or something like that, but we basically woke up and realized there was like an hour forty five minutes until we were supposed to be sat down at our meal. So we're rushing around trying to get ready and all that. I think I like shirt was half ironed and blah blah blah. Anyways, rush out the hotel, grab a taxi, the first one we see on our way to the uh restaurant. Well, I think we managed to make it just on time as well. Um But yeah, just because we uh couldn't resist taking a quick uh four week before we left the hotel. Um, but no, it was it was really, really nice. Like the inside of the restaurant was, was really it was really nice, and the food was great as well. That's probably the best meal I've ever had. And would you say so? There you go. Favorite. Not tuna pasta. So that's the spicy bolognese from Massimo. <laughs> <laughs> bolognese from Massimo. 
No, I respect your uh, your love for tuna and pasta. Uh, growing up together, that I like, I always remember tuna and pasta was your go to, was your favorite when mum made it. So, yeah. to the we can we can include we can put an asterisk next to it, which is which is a uh, yeah. fair enough. We gotta put respect on a tuna and pasta name. Yeah, there you go. I personally, uh, if I was to say my favorite dish ever made, it's lasagna. I fucking oh fucking love lasagna. We about right back at you. We about to twin. Yeah, brother. Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah, twinning. brother. God damn. Lasagna, bros. Oh. Dude, lasagna is the best fucking meal ever. It's so good. I agree. It's very, very good. Um, just a lot of effort, you know. It is a lot of effort. That's why I get other people to do it. It's not. It's not that hard. It's not as hard as I thought it was. I thought it was a lot more complex than it actually is. It's not tuna and pasta level. But it's way easier than what I thought it was. I used to think that it was this ma- majestically constructed tower of pasta, bechamel, tomato sauce. Oh, wow. <laughs> cheese. Oh, Wait, did you make lasagna? Succulent cheese. I have. I made it when I was doing Leicester with, with Ava. And it was, oh my god, it was, we fucking drowned that shit in cheese. It was so good. The amount of cheese oh. we put on it. Oh, it was, it was so unhealthy. But it was so good. <laughs> oh my god i love lasagna talk about lasagna That's yeah, let's get garfield on the podcast oh oh he won't oh, come today because it's monday it's a monday today <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> damn That's uh, um let's yeah so you would say lasagna too yeah 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 i mean lasagna is just okay it's so good well let's explain actually speaking of like uh like most like uh fanciest places you've been outside of your house. My auntie and uncle uh came over to Aberdeen um maybe sometime last year. And they're quite they're quite wealthy. They like their uh, expensive things. Mm. They they said we'll take you out to dinner. Like me, my mom and dad will go out to dinner. And we went to this place and I was working before it. And I'd asked my mom, is it a fancy place? And she said not really. Oh no. So I packed like just casual, casual stuff. I get there, shoe, shoes, shirts, ties. This place has got like oh, no. chandeliers. Oh. Like it's like posh <laughs> old people, and I'm like, I feel so out of place here. <laughs> I like look at the the menu and like twenty pounds, like the minimum for like all oh. the meals. I'm just like, fuck's sake, because I don't like places like that. No, I don't like. I would much rather go to like somewhere you can get five pounds, like something nice and cheap and just like made by some guy who's like not wearing a hairnet like <laughs> not following the right procedures but it's like it just tastes better no, it's not proper uh, street special food. scent yeah. though, isn't it but no i agree yeah but i had lasagna there and it was so good oh, really good but too expensive it was like 25 pounds and it's just like i like lasagna but i'm not paying that if i'd pay myself mm. i would i would have walked out it's a tough one because if it's, yeah. if it's that good then i maybe would pay you can make like the thing is, is like when I made it down in Leicester, I made it for like it was really it's actually quite cheap, and like if you make a decent size in a decent size like ceramic uh, bowl, you can make it plenty of portions, and it lasts a few days. Mm-hmm. It never tastes quite as good as that first day you make it though. Those fresh, uh, those fresh oils are what just makes it lasagna. Lasagna. Yeah. Um, that's interesting though that you talk about um showing up to that fancy restaurant because i also agree there's a there's a fine line to 
to how fancy I like my restaurants. Um, not last year, but the year before for Ava's uh, birthday, we went to Miller and Carter in Aberdeen, which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go and say that it's like fancy, but like you know it's fancier than your average TGIs or your Frankie and Benny's, and um, it was her birthday, so I thought I'll dress quite smart. So what I had was a shirt on, I had trousers on, and then I had like these white trainers on. Um, and Ava's mother saw me and said to me, you're not wearing them, are you? And I said, oh I said, uh, I said, wearing what? And she said, those, those shoes. And I said, um, I was like, yeah, I was like, it's not that fancy, is it? It should be fine. And she said, no, no, it's, it's Miller, Miller and Carter. Yeah, and I was like, uh, <laughs> that was so Asian. Eva's <laughs> <laughs> mum became, became an Asian woman for a second. Um, and she was like, uh, it's Miller and Carter. That's a bit better. And I said, um, I was like, I was like, yeah, but like, it's not, it's not Mamisos. Is that right? <laughs> Sam, what's it called again? This needs to come down from his uh, hours. <laughs> um, so I said, um, I was like, I'm, I'll be fine. I'll just wear them. Now the thing is, is I had white socks on underneath because I had not brought any other socks. And Ava's mum insisted that I borrow some of Ava's dad's smart shoes, like dress shoes. And I said. I said, let's take them in the car because we were kind of running late. We had to leave. So got in the car, brought these brown smart shoes, you know, like the pointy shit flicker ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was sitting in the car and uh, was contemplating it. And then um, was like, you know what? Um, I'll keep everyone happy. I'll switch out my white like Adidas trainers and I'll put on, put on these uh, black dress shoes. And I hadn't actually had a proper look at them. Now, this is going to be hard because you got to envision it. But these white socks were, you know, like they're thicker than just your average like black socks and compared like uh, partnered with these uh, black smart shoes. I walked down Union Street looking like Michael Jackson from his, uh, <laughs> from his smooth criminal music video. Oh my <laughs> God. I felt like I couldn't stop staring and the car had left with my shoes. So I couldn't even change them. And I just kept saying to Eva, I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You've got to, you got to walk in with me. Oh, and I was like, I was like, I'm so sorry. And I, he took over my body. I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop, uh, couldn't stop dancing. I think, <laughs> I think that is the worst offense you can do, um, in terms of clothing. It's just white, white socks, socks and black shoes. And like, I mean, black trainers wouldn't even be that bad. The fact that it was black dress shoes. Oh my. Yeah, I was, yeah. I actually felt really embarrassed because when I walked into Miller and Carter, I would as well. <laughs> just, I just said, uh, twisting the knife. Um, well, the fucking worst part of the story is I walked into Miller and Carter, and there's these like guys who are in the, these fucking like football tops, trainers on, jeans on. Yeah, and then I, I was about to say, I don't know where this whole 
like super dress smart for Miller and Carter's uh, coming from. It's a nice place, but I'm not. It's gonna, not. Uh, I, gonna thought gonna was, I thought it was. I thought it was slightly night, smarter than what it was. Um, but I didn't think it was incredibly fancy. So the waiter uh, showed us to our table, and and Moon walked over there and <laughs> tried to hide my shoes as best as I could. I could see other diners looking at me though. They were like looking down. And mm. oh my, yeah, it was horrible. But the meal was fantastic. Yeah. Miller and Carter is great for any of you listeners that uh, live in Aberdeen and have not been yet. I highly recommend you go because they are fantastic. Just don't wear uh, black please, shit flickers please, and white socks. Yeah, don't. Honestly, I, I'm surprised, like, because if, if you were wearing white trainers and white socks and you were presented with the option, I say option, but you're kind of forced, it seems. <laughs> Um, to wear black shoes and white socks, there's absolutely no way that I'm changing. Yeah. I, I just that, that's crazy. I, uh, I would like to say I definitely wasn't forced. This was just um, Ava's mom just wanted us to look like the best, look our best, and she was highly, sure. she was strongly suggesting that um, dress shoes would look smarter. I, I also don't think Ava's mom was aware that I had white socks on. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Yeah. So it was, it was my, uh idiocy and not thinking and not being prepared to bring black socks and hey, it's just the way mm. it's just the way it went it's now just a funny story at the time it was hell but now it's just a funny story <laughs> fair enough um okay nice uh well that's been a nice interesting start to our top uh, conversation on food and i think it's maybe a nice time to take a little break see you soon we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna take a short little break uh, while you guys listen to this. Hey there, fearless internet explorer. Are you tired of the same old boring Discord servers? Well, buckle up your invisible segue, because I've got something wild and wacky for you. Introducing the Mall Cops Discord server. It's not your average server. It's a shopping spree of shenanigans and laughter. Picture this! Paul Blard meets the virtual world, where we're not just patrolling for shoplifters, but for laughs, too! We've got a team of certified goofballs and jesters ready to make your Discord experience a roller coaster of hilarity. Need a break from the mundane? Join us at the Mall Cops, where every day is it April Fool's Day. And speaking of breaks, hold on to your virtual helmets because we host the craziest annual Minecraft War. Mall Cops and Robbers unite for an epic showdown that'll have you create a new way to victory. But that's not all, folks. We're not just warriors. We're quiz masters, too. Join our quiz night extravaganzas for brain-bending questions and mind-boggling fun. It's like Trivial Pursuit, but with more laughs and fewer pieces to lose under the couch. <laughs> and for those unforgettable gaming moments, we've got a channel dedicated for the very best of best clips. From epic wins to hilarious fails, our video vault is a treasure trove of laughter. But wait, there's more. Join today and you might just become an honorary mall cop yourself. Earn ridiculous titles, unlock bizarre badges, and ride the virtual Segway of glory. So what are you waiting for? Slide into the mall cop's Discord server today and join the funniest mall patrol on the internet. Mall cops. Mall cops. Mall cops. Mall cops. Right, so something I wanted to talk about is restaurant etiquette. Uh, a few days ago, we actually went to TGI's and uh, we ran into a few things that we found ourselves disagreeing with. Um, one of them being uh, children. Uh, what are your guys' opinions on kids in restaurants? Yeah, there was a really annoying 
screaming child right next to us, which was, I guess, the um, motivation to make this episode. Uh, I personally found it very frustrating to be sat in a restaurant uh, next to the screaming kid who was just making an absolute scene. Now, TGI's is not like some place that I would consider... Like, I, I wouldn't expect to go there for it to be, like, super formal and everything, like, exactly the way I wanted it. It's TGI's. It's, it's going to happen. However, the annoying thing was that this child was screaming its head off and everyone else at the table was doing nothing about it. They were just letting it happen. And I think this is what we agreed on, that I, if it was me in that situation... I would at least be making an effort or showing, trying to show that I'm making an effort to try and stop this kid from screaming. Because it's it's crazy. It's so frustrating to be sat next to. It doesn't matter where you are. Um, and and for, the, uh, for the adults at that table who were just not giving a single care in the world about this kid, that was very, very frustrating for me to kind of sit next to. Um, fair enough if your kid's screaming in a restaurant that's going to happen but to completely ignore it and not do anything about it and just let it cause a scene like I think we mentioned people were turning and looking and that's a big enough hint that you know mm. um, I think something needs to be done um, but yeah I think uh, I think that is just a bit frustrating not the, not the kid per se just how the adults kind of treat that situation it's a tough one. It's because uh, it is frustrating, and we did feel like it kind of interrupted, it was affecting the quality of our time there. Uh, but it is a tough one because obviously the kid is the, the kid's obviously in some kind of discomfort, whether or not it's just lack of attention. Once once a cuddle from the mum, like maybe that's just the issue. Uh, but yeah, you hit the. You hit the nail on the head. The issue that was the most annoying was that this mom was just sitting in her chair, doing nothing, like ignoring yeah. her child, which, to be honest, in return, probably just made it worse. Um, yeah. We, I think, I think obviously because it's TGI's, even if it was a uh, Frankie and Benny's, the uh, the restaurant is kind of family oriented, uh, for family oriented. So that's kind of like a given, and it's kind of there for those families to go to. But that mum, oh boy, yeah, she sat there like a fucking like egg on her face and doing nothing. The kids were screaming at her, wanting wanting something, a smile. Yeah, it was like the kid didn't exist to her. Is what it was like. It's just crazy. It like you say, those kind of restaurants appeal to like people with big families, and it's like all catered around that, but. Gotta do something about the crying kid. Can't just let it scream its head off. I thought it was crazy. Just um, what'd you say? Just take it outside. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just take it. Just take it outside. Yeah. Give it a cuddle. Or do something. Everything's gonna be okay. Anything. Your, f- your food's coming soon. I'll get the waiters and waitresses to sing that happy birthday song. To you. <coughs> oh, it. that annoys me. Yeah, that annoys me too. But the thing is, is that's that's what TGI's game is. That's one of their it's one of their signature moves, the happy birthday song. But yeah, I agree. It's one it's one thing specifically about TGI's that um I don't particularly enjoy. I really like TGI's because it's like it's very like American. So like they have like the shakes and lots of nice food, but like 
it being a family place and then constantly like, happy, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday. <laughs> it's just like, even like when we went in and like that, that waitress was just like, mm. like you could just tell she was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. To, we, we were stood there when she had her finger on the, like the speaker button or the like mute, the music in the restaurant. And I, I felt so awkward standing there because we were mid conversation. She was like, table three. Oh, hold on. And I was like, stood there as these people were singing happy birthday. And she was just stood on the wall, just looking at me <laughs> like I'm an <laughs> idiot. And I just had to wait for the song to finish before she was like, okay, follow me. Crazy. It's a wacky, it's a wacky restaurant. A little bit, but it was conveniently close to the ice rink, so. That's true. And then there was the, uh, the server who came and served us. And uh, I know Ross didn't mind it, but she weren't too impressed. She was... Uh... Now, don't get me wrong. She's probably trained to be like this because it's TGIs. Um, she was very bubbly. <laughs> she was very... like I, I like a happy and enthusiastic server, but like to the point where you're kind of shoving it down my throat it was uh i don't know kind of a in a way and this feels like quite an extreme way to put it it kind of makes me uncomfortable not gonna oh, lie. wow <clears throat> um it, it's just that is surprising so so enthusiastic about taking my order that i'm now like some like i'm now kind of self-consciously aware that i'm not in the same mood as her <laughs> like I don't want to be hamburger and fries, please. And she's like, <laughs> like, I'm like I don't I I don't know what you want from me. I just I just want a fucking burger. But I will give her the benefit of there. It's TGI. She's she's probably told to be like that. Like you know you go yeah. to, you go to Nando's, you get a much more normal service. Um. But that's the thing. I like. I like. I really like the food from TGI's, but the kind of personality that surrounds it, I'm not a massive fan of. And I think that's just my personality clashing with theirs. Yeah. Wow. That's super interesting because I'm quite the opposite. Quite literally. Quite literally the opposite. Um, I felt that when she was being all happy and excitable and all that. I was trying to like match that energy, you know. Like I wasn't, I wasn't quite bursting into song and dance like you that like you were just saying there. But um, but yeah, I I definitely raised my spirits a little bit, tried to be on her level. Um, but yeah, I looked over at you. You look miserable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. It just does nothing for me. Like, I'm I'm already in like a decent mood. I can tell that it's not really her her everyday speaking voice. Like it's that's the thing for me. It kind of feels it feels fake. It is fake. Which oh, yeah. It, 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 yeah, like maybe we can go as far as just say that it is fake. But that Nobody's like, that happy to be working. <laughs> like going and speaking to random strangers like oh, hi. You just like you have probably she's probably st yeah. stood like looking at us going, I have to take this table deep breath, work yourself up, and then come over. <laughs> she probably knows that people look at her and are like, what are you doing? 
Yeah. Not me. Um, well, I'm like, let me be there. That. <laughs> would you uh, would you tip that behavior? Like, well, solely like would that kind of behavior make you think, oh, she deserves a tip? No, not that alone. Okay. I, I think that that is just that's just part of the experience you get when you go into the restaurant. Like you say, TGI's and like that Frankie and Benny's, they're both like kind of family based. That's kind of what you're expecting when you go in there. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go in there and be like, oh man, you're so like. You're so excited and you're doing such a good job at performing, I'm going to tip you. If I'm tipping at a restaurant, it definitely would be around the food quality. And I think you mentioned when we were actually in the restaurant that if that waitress had done a particularly good job of keeping the... Um, basically keeping the uh, the table in good order, managing lots of dishes, bringing them out on time... Um, and just being generally good at being a waitress for like a, a large group of people, then I think then, yeah, sure, you deserve a tip because that's like out of the ordinary a little bit. Then your standard like table for two, table for four. But um, but no, not for not for just acting like how she was acting. I'm not going to tip for that. Right. Yeah, tipping culture is very different here than it is in America. Because um, they're mm. just like accustomed to tipping 10% or whatever it is whereas in the UK we get more of a choice really which I like because then it's it's as though you are tipping excellent behavior and service which is yeah. you don't want them being a dancing monkey yeah I wouldn't normally tip but I did tip that time because she was like she was stood right over me as yeah, she placed that's... the card thing down I just felt like I had to I couldn't press no because I felt like she'd like, smack <laughs> me or something. And that's the only other time I'll tip as well. I was I felt peer pressured into tipping because I had already said no, and then Kami tipped, and we were like, I think I said, did we all say no there? And Kami said, no, I I tipped. I had to dig into the old jacket pocket, pull out a few few pound coins, leave on the table, you know. Uh, so still speaking of food, uh, have either of you two got any interesting habits when it comes to speaking food? I know you eat food very weirdly. It's, uh, yeah, it's, um, biscuits is the big one. So biscuits and cake. Uh, so if we're talking about like a fondant cake, I will eat all the sponge and all the jam and leave all the fondant till the end. Which uh, People think that's strange because they like the fondant with the... Uh, with the sponge and jam, I don't know. I just I like that. I like that fondant. Well, it's meant to be eaten together. That's what it, was it is. All yeah, yeah. That's the thing. This is where we're gonna um we're gonna delve into my uh childlike taste buds and habits uh in this section. But if we're talking about yeah. biscuits and specifically the biggest ones, a Jaffa cake. I I have my own uh dissection for a Jaffa cake, so. You look at it, all three centimeters of sponge and deliciously topped chocolate and orange uh, circle on the inside. And uh, what I do is I take my Jaffa, Jaffa yeah, the 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 Jaff. I take the uh, the bottom incisors, uh, my front teeth, and I start to dig them between the chocolate layer and sponge layer, and then slowly start to work my way around. 
the circle until they are fully separated. I will then consume the sponge whole. And if I have more than one Jaffa cake, I will take the chocolate and Jaffa parts, put them together as their own kind of sandwich, and just that's how I'll eat it. And it's so good. I also used to do this when I was like 15, but I no longer have the time to eat every Jaffa cake like that. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Not every Jaffa also... cake. I'll do some. Yeah, sure, the occasional Jaffa cake I'll disassemble. Yeah. But, um,. <laughs> But that is also the th- a point to bring up, is when you were talking about eating the sponge, then the jam, then the fondant of the cake, that's no longer a cake you're eating. That's just three separate components. Oh, yeah. It's a, essentially. It's a, um, a decomposed cake at that point. Any other biscuits? What's your favorite biscuit? Oh, it's a tough one. I'd probably go for uh, Fox's Round. Wow. Okay. Really I wasn't expecting chocolate that. with like just crumbly biscuit inside. Yeah, it's chocolate crumbly biscuit, but it's it's the quality of the chocolate for me, I think, and the biscuit on the inside is also just really really good, not too hard, not too soft. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about favorite biscuit. I I think it's something classic like a bourbon, mm. which I actually don't eat that much anymore. Or maybe like a oh maybe a fox's uh what are they called you know the um we used to get them at grandma's with the two bits of um biscuit with the chocolate in the middle like Venus a, biscuits yeah like a Leibniz oh yeah yes yeah. oh uh, oh no not Leibniz I know what you mean by that that's like that's like the biscuit on the bottom with the chocolate on top they are really good as well oh no Gosh, it's really uh it's Viennese the they got the uh, yeah yeah. Fox's Viennese, they are something special about them. They are Fox good. is doing well here. <laughs> but if I'm going like chocolate biscuit instead of like, I guess what you call a tea biscuit. Yeah. A chocolate biscuit, I love a white Kinder Bueno. Is that a biscuit? Or is it sweet? Or a chocolate. I don't know, it's like a weird thing between a chocolate bar and a biscuit. <laughs> it's a grey area. Yeah. A snack. I'd go with a, a bourbon. Classic. Oh, yeah, I could bourbons. Eat, eat a packet in a night, like a cup of tea. Honestly. <laughs> Holy moly. Easy. Easy. They are I good. I strain myself. You, get, you know what's so good about bourbons as well? Same with custard creams and rich teas, digestives. You get some mega value for your money if you're getting them from like Asda and Tesco. That's yeah. like 60p for like 24 bourbons or something like that. It's insane. That's good money. You get out of sixty p well they spent. Are, they are nice. They're nice. They're just as good, and they're uh, even cheaper. Uh, is there any food that you guys don't like? What do you think about spicy food? I like spicy food to a very limited extent. I think um, I don't like anything that's like burning the inside of my mouth. It's just not enjoyable at all, and I don't see where it is enjoyable. I do like a little bit of heat. To add to like a a meal, like a chicken madras, from uh from an Indian, you know, one of the hotter ones, that's quite nice. But there are just some foods that, like sometimes when I'm eating like, uh, honey chili chicken from the Chinese, for example, and I get like a one of those red chilies 
mixed in, and I just feel it like scalding hot inside my mouth. It's just not good. I do not enjoy that at all. No, like when your nose starts running, your lips are tingling. Yeah, see, when the lips start burning, that's the worst thing. Because it's just like, I now just need to get through this meal instead of enjoying it. Yeah. That's not good. There's a careful, there's a fine line. Like, if, I, if we're going Nando's terms, I I think a medium's perfect for me. Anything above that is then to the point where it's, I can't enjoy it anymore. And I'm, I'm, I'm now consuming my meal with tears. That happened, actually. Mm. Uh, I think I was there. I oh, you were. I don't think you were there for this one, but we. Uh, oh, there was maybe oh, someone else. Multiple events. People <laughs> cry when they go past medium. Um, so this was straight after my exams in fifth year, I think, and Mum decided to take me and Danny to Nando's on Bellman Street, and I thought I'm gonna get my usual. So it's the the, the boneless chicken thighs, which are really good, um, and I usually get medium, but I thought you know what I. I like spicy foods. I'm going to go hot. And they came hot. And I, honestly, I think I started crying. <laughs> I, had <to> stop, <laughs> I had to stop eating because I, I was like, it was painful at that point. And my lips, that's, that is, you are right. The lips burning is just the worst part because there's nothing you can do to cool them down. A little bit of cold water yeah. will, uh, will sort that issue for like five seconds. And then the spiciness just starts to take control again. Yeah. Yeah, nothing like uh, spicy lips. That is one of the worst things. So we've talked enough about human foods. I want to move on to some pet foods, specifically dog foods, because I know you both have dogs. Have you ever tasted it? I have not, actually. Oh. I've never brought myself to taste dog food. Um, have you? Well... Oh, that's actually a lie. <laughs> I've I've tasted Charlie's kibble, like his little biscuits, once. I've like had a little tiny bite just to see what it's like. It's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. It's honestly awful. Um, but he seems to enjoy it, so fair enough. Um, but I tell you what is good, gentlemen. <laughs> Wet food. Oh my god. Wet food. There is something special about wet. I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. The smell of wet food, not the taste, <laughs> not the taste of wet food. I don't, I don't eat that crap. But um, oh my goodness, I don't know about what the smell of wet food is. Just so good. It's like petrol. I love the smell of petrol. You know, it's just like the same feeling. Mm. Um, because Theo gets wet food, and whenever I used to give serve up Theo's meal, man, that was a treat. I. My food is just, like, yeah. different. Because, like, I remember we we started giving Ollie wet food. And he went from, like, this uh, disgusting-looking little, like, pebbles of, like, dusty lamb that looked horrible, felt really hard. And, like, when he was eating them, it was, like, crunchy. To, like, brown rice, veggies, <laughs> and meat all in this, like, little container. And it was, just, like, so much nicer. I was tempted to taste it. I didn't know. I couldn't bring myself to do it. <laughs> uh, tell you what, though. I used to think dog food was... Um, I used to think dog food was good. And then, obviously, Ava's got two cats, so I smelt cat food for the first time. And, oh my god. It is so good. And Ava thinks I'm the biggest fucking freak for liking the smell of cat food. She thinks it smells of piss. But I think I it's amazing. 
Nice. I you're the kind of character were... like that on the stream. Huh? I thought you were against the smell. I don't think you like the smell. No, I do. I do. Oh, nice, I like nice. I actually, I would actually go the opposite end with dog food and say I prefer the smell of the dry food rather than the wet food. I don't know that dry wow. food. Wow. Special dusting on it. it. Smells so good. It's the nostrils oh, in a different. Wow. Never tried it. Should I try it? I'll go try it. Right now? Right now. Yeah, give me a second. Yeah, I'll try it. Fuck it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What a man. What a guy. What a treat we are being treated to here. <laughs> Here's some horrible Lewis. Let me make sure he crunches it right next to his... Uh, oh yeah, get that mic sense turned right up. This is incredible. I would never have thought about going downstairs grabbing a piece of kibble for the podcast. What a man. You're a sane human being, that's why. <laughs> There's some uh, loose wiring in that man's brain. Here he is. My okay. god. So, I've returned with a glass of water in case this goes horrifically wrong. Um, what I have, ladies and gentlemen, in my hands is a little bit of kibble. Okay. No, I don't know what brand. Yeah, that's a piece of kibble. But that smell, oh my god, that's amazing. That's way better than the wet food. That's that's just personal mm. opinion. I'm only doing justice to my to my uh, lovely dog boy by figuring out, actually, finally trying after all these years what he consumes, and he likes to eat my food. So no time like the present. Oh, there it goes. Um. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh. Whoa, my it's it's dry. You know what? Well, can I eat this? Yeah. What happens? Yeah. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. You know what? Oh. Oh god. I go to say it's not that bad and then I got a big fucking wave of just dog. Oh man. Oh. It wasn't nice. That's crazy. I made that. It is down it's down the gums. It's down the hatchet. Interesting That's... though. Cause I have I have always thought what does it what is it? What does it taste like? And wow. the crunch? Oh. There's nothing quite like that crunch. But mm. I'm gonna. I'll just. I'll let Theo have it. <laughs> yeah, maybe for the best. Cut to me two in the morning. Okay. <laughs> 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 That's wild. I'm quite glad I've done that. It's something to tick off the tick off the old bucket list. Yeah, good for you, man. And and on the podcast as well. What a treat. Yeah, amount of content. Ah. Right. Well, we've spoken enough about uh, eating food that in our personal experiences. Uh, I actually found uh, some like world records and crazy records. Um, so I'm going to read a few out to you, and I want you to tell me if you think you could do it, and if not, what you could actually do. So, All right, okay. The most chicken nuggets eaten in one minute. Oh, yeah. Uh, someone devoured 19 chicken nuggets in one minute. Do you think you could beat that? 
Absolutely 19. Not. Absolutely not. In a minute. But that's, you, a, you that's, a, that, that's a nugget every three seconds. Yeah, but you could um, double it up and put two in at once. Or even like three in at once and just like... I could definitely beat that record. There's absolutely no way you're beating 19 nuggets in one minute. There's... Think about it. Think about one. Yeah, but no, like, no. When I normally eat nuggets, I'm enjoying them. Right. If I was to go for the challenge, it would be in crunch, crunch, swallow. <laughs> with a, with a, with, if I had some water to help it go down, I'm, I, this is serious, uh, potential for world records here. Yeah, I'd like to see you attempt I, it. I would like to see all of us attempt it. I think one day we should all go to McDonald's, buy a 20 box, take it back to someone's house, and we'll individually attempt to beat this this what seems easy world record i mean it was it was done in 2022 so it's it's not like it's been there for a long time i'm sorry over a year and no one has defeated 19 nuggets in a minute what am i insane choo choo swallow next one Choo choo, swallow. Next one. Kami's right. Double up. Shove them in your mouth. I'm what gonna, are you thinking, Lewis? I'm going to take a, a realistic uh, kick in into this conversation. Because those chicken nuggets, they're nothing to be. It's, it's not just a choo choo. You can't just chew it can be. swallow a nugget. It can't. There's no way. It was yeah. There's no way. There's absolutely no way, and I think the realistic number for us just going and trying a 20 nugget box and trying to eat as much as we can in a minute, genuinely, at best, Ross, I think because you'll definitely be gunning for it, I think you'll manage 10. (laughs) 10! 10, that's easy work, light work. You'll manage 10. And I I do it to test. My god. The thought of giving me 30 seconds to eat 10 nuggets is an absolute dream. Wow, that's this is what I want to put it to the test because this is I just those nuggets. I hey, I worked at McDonald's, those nuggets are nothing to be messed with, they're big. <laughs> I know you, they're you've bigger. got that insider knowledge. I, I, I know how big they are. I used to think they were smaller when there's a world record on the line. I, I think I can do it. That'd be a pretty cool record what? to have 20 nuggets in a minute. Get my name in the Guinness Book of World Records. Absolutely. Do you think you could go higher than 20? Realistically, what do you think you could get if you were really going for it? No, I think I think 19 is like on the line, on the wire, but I think I think if I'm eating a 20 box, right, and there's like some guy standing there with a world record uh, stopwatch, and he's watching me uh, gobble down these nuggets. If I'm getting to the end of this box and there's four left and I'm checking my watch, I've got ten seconds left. There's absolutely no way in hell that I am leaving that last one. This guy who's got 19, you're telling me he's got to the end of that box, he's picked up the last three nuggets, and he's he's just not managed to force that last one down just to get 20 in the 60 seconds, which would have ultimately been a little bit more effort to get done. That's insane. That's uh, That's amateur work right there. Bozo. Can't have an amateur holding a record. No, definitely not. Let me get that straightened out. Well, here's a here's a harder one. I think uh, 
Japanese competitive food holder, um, not food holder, food eater, at Takaru Kobayashi ate 12 hamburgers in three minutes. Wow. And these these look to be not like massive. Well, they're not like, I don't think they're ones you would find in like a restaurant. I think they're more like your McDonald's, like single patty cheeseburger Mm -hmm. from what the photo shows. Um, so you want my thoughts on that? I do, but I want to add one thing. So it says here that he was allowed one condiment per burger. What condiment would you choose as well? Ketchup, easy. Ketchup. Every day. Yes. Yeah. It would have most likely have to be ketchup. Yeah, there's not many others that I would consider. So I'll go ketchup. He went for mayonnaise. This guy. I don't know if that uh, is more slippery. <laughs> some kind of strap. <laughs> Helps to go down the tubes. No, um, if I'm having ketchup on the burgers, I can't have too much though. I think an overwhelming amount of ketchup on a burger feels like a lot. Mm. Like a lot to do. It'll be heavy on the stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Um, I am tapping out this one. I can't do that. No. 12 burgers. And the reason that I can't do 12 burgers in three minutes is because my stomach is quite small. I am on the uh, smaller side uh, when it comes to eating a lot of food. Um, especially, and I say this to Megan all the time, especially if it's, if it's the same food. Like, if I get a big portion of one food, I'll really struggle to eat large amounts of it. However, if I've got multiple different plates of different foods, then I think I could eat a lot more. I think it's because I get bored of the food real quick. Mm. So when I'm having like twelve hamburgers, I'm I'm maxing out four there, gentlemen. The shallow attempt, but only honest, only honesty here. Yeah, I think that's respectable. I think twelve is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. There's so much you can get. I think even four is quite impressive. I'm going to say more like three. One minute. That many. I don't think I'm managing that many. Really? Just yeah. eating slow. I think I could do five. Proper wolfing it down. <laughs> yeah, if you're going for a record, I'm not just talking about idly eating here. Mm, you're little... telling me you're taking a whole minute to eat a burger, a McDonald's burger. I think I'll slow. I think I will greatly just slow down after the first one, though. Yeah, but I, like, you could take a minute for like your last one, your first one. Oh, the thought of eating that burger in little as like fifteen seconds is gut wrenching. Oh, <laughs> bread, bread's bread's a killer for me. Like the chicken. The chicken seems easier, but bread. Right. Bread just instantly gives me the hiccups. Damn. It's a tough one. Any others coming? Um, I'm trying to find something. Okay, so... A guy called Patrick Bertoletti ate 36 cloves of garlic in one minute. Oh, oh that's disgusting. No. <laughs> that's not just like... Can you eat it in that time? It's can you like stomach the thought of eating yeah, that much that's, garlic? That's, that's horrible. Like 
you're gonna be like in that SpongeBob episode after. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you got, like the green stuff on his mind. Yeah. Uh, I can't. What was that one called? Sunday, I think. Because he eats the variety. yeah, it's like Sunday. Something, something like something that. Something stinks. That's what it's called. Something stinks. Here's a funny one. Uh, so a guy called Kaif Ali Khan uh, ate thir- 65 grapes in three minutes. Okay, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Mm. However, he used his feet. Oh, oh. <laughs> come on. His feet. That's disgusting. Damn, that, <laughs> that is incredible. I want to ask, do you think you could pick up a grape with your foot and bring it to your mouth and eat it? I could 100% pick up a grape. I could not bring it to my mouth. I'm not bendy like that. No, I'm the same. I'm the same. Do you think you could? No. No. Maybe throw it. I think I could. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe launch it. (laughs) No, but you would probably miss. (laughs) I don't know. I'm pretty good at catching in my mouth if I throw something up in the air. I think I got more of a chance at doing that than like spending time trying to get my fruit up to my mouth. Oh, camera's close. Look at that. I I, actually, you know, I think I've overestimated this. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Oh, ah. I'll keep the grip as well. <laughs> oh, wow, connection. You can do it. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to feel that tomorrow. Fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah, I think I could do I could do one, and then I'd be like crippled the rest of the challenge. <laughs> Pull a muscle. One on its own is amazing. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, but uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? We uh, end this up. No, I think we've uh, covered pretty much everything we wanted to talk about right now. Maybe come back and do another episode another time. Your food stories. Yeah. Well, uh, everyone who's still listening at this point, thank you very much for uh, tuning in and uh, please leave some feedback uh, if you can about this episode and your food thoughts. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.